the Women Wednesday podcast, highlighting the women who are being honored by the executive women of the Palm Beaches Foundation with their Women in Leadership Awards. Welcome to our Wednesday Women's podcast here. I am thrilled to have Marty Latour with us today, and she is, uh, well, she's she's a powerful woman. Let's get right into it. Uh, Marty's a limited partner. How are you? Yeah. You're a limited partner of Bell Capital LP, a women's angel fund that invests in women-owned or run uh, startup companies. You're also the director for the AID Group, a wealth management firm. You have uh, quite a bit of accolades to your career. She's been listed in Florida Trend Magazine as the must-know uh, contacts in Palm Beach County and the Palm Beach 100 Most Influential Business Leaders of 2020 and 2021. So welcome to today's podcast. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, Randy. Uh, congratulations, by the way, on being named Honorary Chair of the Executive Women of the Palm Beaches Outstanding Women mm-hmm. in Leadership Awards Luncheon. That's great. Thank you. Tell, tell me a little bit about yourself and the your work and the community service that you've done. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it's interesting. Your introduction to me probably doesn't tell the biggest story of my life, which is uh, I worked for Pepsi-Cola, Pepsi-Americas uh, for 36 years. And that's really been the start of how I learned leadership. Um, I really started as a clerk um, out of high school and I was raised to get married and have kids. And um, I got into Pepsi and, and I just kept getting promoted and learning and changing and growing. And so you know, that's how I actually got to Florida. I was um, got to Florida. I was relocated here as the vice president um, of Pepsi America's Florida division. And then after after that bottler was bought, I did go into wealth management, and I've been doing that for over ten years. So I love that. The Women's Angel Investing Group. I did start that many many years ago, about twelve years ago. I love helping women um, entrepreneurs start start their companies up and get going. Now let's expand on the on the PepsiCo part because that's yeah. really it's interesting. How did you how did you get that job? I know a lot of people listening to this podcast are going to say, "Hey, I might be a person who's trying to get to that position to get to the point of their career where they want to accomplish a, a certain level of achievement." How did you get involved with PepsiCo? Well, I don't know if people want to follow my course. You know, like I said, I was raised I was raised to get married and have kids, so I needed just a job. I went one day uh, out to find a job. And I said, I had five interviews and I left home. And I said, I'm just going to take whichever one offers me the most money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a lot of folks do, Marty. So that makes sense. I, I don't know, but yeah. So, and that was Pepsi and, and thank God that I chose it because Pepsi Cola, um, the bottlers was a, a wonderful company and it supported me, um, you know, a, a lot of great things. Well, what is leadership to you and what does it mean to be a woman in leadership? Because it is it is a different world for us women out there. And I want to hear from you about your experiences in and with other women in the yeah. community. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, my uh, what leadership means to me has really changed over the years. You know, I was I started young um, in a very male dominating world. So, you know, as I was younger, I was pretty forceful. And but as I grew more comfortable in my leadership, I I really believe now that servant leadership is the best kind of leadership, you know, helping others succeed, just getting things out of their way and making it easy for them to actually succeed at their jobs and let them do their thing. And really, when you think about it, that's a 
really easy role for women to play is servant leadership because serving others is kind of what women are, are known for doing. So that worked what's, out well. <laughs> what's the best piece of, of, of advice that you got coming up in your career from one of your leaders that you would like to offer today? Oh, geez, that's a hard one. But I think, um, you know, I, I kept getting prom uh, promoted. And a lot of times, of course, I was asked if I wanted that promotion. And, you know, in my back of my mind, sometimes I said, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can do that, you know, but go for it. Just go for it. You know, it's you'll learn. And I think many men do the same thing. They'll learn along the way. <laughs> That's a great piece of advice. You're being honored for your role as honorary chair. Uh, will you share some perspective on what exactly your role is? I mean, when you say honorary chair, what does that mean? Well, I, you know, first of all, I've won the Willa award um back in 2018 i think it was and um so honorary you know of course means you've won the award before um but i think it's a it's an opportunity um not only to be honorary chair but it's an opportunity to start a scholarship fund in your name that will help under other women so i i've donated um and that will go into a fund that will every year will be able to give a scholarship out to a female, and we picked, um, because of my sweetheart, we picked the construction industry. Somebody who was interested in going into the construction industry is who we're going to be uh, giving out a scholarship to. Wow. That's uh, congratulations. Uh, that's yeah. a really exciting news here to share on the podcast. Can you share something that inspired you that helped shape you know, your career? What was something? I always say that when making decisions in your career, I moved to Toledo, Ohio, and it was very early on in my career. And I think a lot of my friends said, you're moving to Toledo, Ohio. Why are you moving to Toledo, Ohio? That's a terrible decision. Yeah. Uh, but the truth is, is that had I not made that move, there's a series of other things that would never have happened in my life. And so what are some of those things for you that have helped shape you? Oh, yeah, that's true. Some of these moves are amazing. But I wasn't asked to go to Ohio. I was asked to go to Florida. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, now that we're all in Florida and happier. I mean, Toledo that is was a, little, mm -hmm. that yeah. was a little easier decision. But, you know, um, you know, I kind of mentioned, you know, because I was working in a male dominated industry, you know, they really didn't want females in a cons male considered role. You know, I could be a sales, I could be HR kind of thing, but that's really not what I wanted to do. Um, so I kind of forced my way into more of a male role, uh, which happened to be at the time an account executive. But I kept, you know, I kept getting this, no, you can't do that because of this. And you can't do that because of that. And after a while, I, I just do some of those things anyway that were successful. And so after a while, I took on this uh, quote and just used it in a very kind voice that says, you know, lead, follow or get out of the way. I love it. That's great That's advice. A little more forceful. <laughs> great advice. Yeah. Uh, what What other, I mean, I actually, I think that quote kind of answers my next question, which is what do you want to share with women taking the next step to become leaders? I think that for that quote probably applies, but I'm sure you have a lot of other anecdotal things. Well, yes and no, because like I said, that's kind of how I started out because I had to kind of push my way along. Um, but when you get there, um, you have to, my, my, um, recommendation is you have to remember to stay humble and kind. 
Oh, that's a great piece of advice as well. Uh, You know, I often talk about uh, to some of the women that I mentor, I'm sure you're mentoring thousands of women as well. What advice would you give your younger self? Well, definitely my younger self, because I I had no clue that I had the type of potential that I had. So my advice to myself would be to have started thinking about my potential at a much younger age. Um, you know, I didn't quite understand the potential I had. And um, so I wish I just, you know, at a younger age, um, had the drive that I found later, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know and, if that would ever work, but. <laughs> and the confidence, too. Uh, we're talking to Marty Latour. She's currently the chairman of the board of the Palm Beaches Food Bank. You serve on and are active on a numerous other uh, boards. Uh, talk about that and what you do in the community. Well, I'm glad you asked about that, because actually um, it's one of the things I'm most proudest about. I mean, it was a natural move going from the food industry, you know, distributing Pepsi to going to a food bank. Um, you know, the food bank is really a, a business, you know, probably more so than most nonprofits and not just raising money. It's a, it's a business, a food distribution business. And I, I, you know, we're so proud of where we've come from. I joined from the very beginning. There were, it was about 2012. I mean, literally just handing out food from the back of a truck. Um, we grew quite quickly to delivering 5 million pounds of food. Uh, we went through a capital campaign and I think it was just 21. We moved into a new building. So now we can distribute, you know, uh, it, it made big difference. You know, we can distribute a lot. Um, and, and I think this year we're going to be distributing, um, I think about 15 million pounds. Wow. Of food. Wow. And, and now we're working on this great, um, project with the help of the United Way and the County. And we're going to expand. It's actually going to make us almost twice, twice as big. Um, and, and we're going to have a community kitchen. Oh, that's great. And look, the way way the economy has been the past several years, this work is more important than ever. Touch on that a little bit, because as we've gone through a challenging time over the past several years, talk about how that has impacted what you all are doing. Yeah, sure. You know, people think that, you know, most people who come for, you know, food, you know, are out of a job or, or what have you. And that's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of working poor. And everybody, after we came out of COVID, they thought, okay, that volume will go down. But what's happening is the working poor, because of inflation and the costs, have become even a little more uh, working poor. And so, you know, it's it's uh, you know, it's it's embarrassing for some folks because they've never been in a situation like that, you know. And so, um, the agencies we work with, we work with about two hundred agencies. Um, they all know to make sure that everybody's treated with respect and um, help as much as we can. Marty Latour, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. She's a powerful, inspiring woman. I want to get on this uh, list of must-know contacts in Paul Beach County that you were on <laughs> uh, because now I feel like we know one another. But there you go. A pleasure talking to you. Congratulations again on being named the honorary chair of the Executive Women of the Palm Beaches Outstanding Women in Leadership Awards Luncheon. And thank you so much for being on the spotlight here today for our Women Wednesday podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Randy. Appreciate it.